What's it like out there? It's chaos. Lock up the weapons in the safe now. Your little family dream, three meals a day, and kids, and bedtime prayers. It's over. God has forsaken us. Jimmy! Leave God. me alone, Sophie! Leave me alone! Jimmy! He deserves to die! Who is responsible for it? Huh? Who's responsible? You know who? God is! God is responsible! We are still a family. Our city is one of the few places that's successfully resisting tyranny and disarmament. God is good. He's what is good in this broken world, and He's loving, even when we don't understand it. If we trust Him, everything will be just fine. Oh, this is premium. Yeah, this is premium. This is premium type shit. Premium type yeah. shit. Yeah. This, is the, this is like the Dude. forgotten riffs. Like, this is real. This oh is a madness room. Just, just, just give it to us when we <laughs> okay. yeah, when, when we, we talk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is this is like a Necronomicon yeah. type episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We will just, be we will be babbling uh, dead languages <laughs> by the end of it. Dude. Okay. To begin, um, hello, it's Chapo. It's uh, me, Matt. Felix and joining us, special guest, brother Brendan James. Hey, everybody, Brendan's back with us. Yeah, he's thinking he's back. Brendan, yeah, yeah we're thinking Brendan's back. Uh, he's joining us because uh, all four of us uh, just attended a uh, film experience in downtown Brooklyn. Splendid. Um, and we're here to share it with you. Uh, the movie was uh, The Reliant. Yeah, this was a one night only event. A Spons- fathom event. A fathom. Oh, yeah, this is this yeah. will not be seen in theaters ever again. That was it. That I think was that was it. maybe the only showing of the movie. The audience we saw there was it. Well, yeah. I mean, in this theater, there's a number of theaters across the country, yeah, even still. across this area. Yeah. Uh, but yes, one night only. Okay. Which that movie that you guys watched, Trump Prophecies, also started out as a fathom event. It's a fathom event, and then like, I think a well, month later or so. It's released on video on demand. Well, I'm glad you brought up the the, the Fireman Prophecies movie that we uh, that we did because this is a very much a sort of a sequel to that episode because it's another movie that you know plums the depths of like modern the insanity of like modern suburban evangelical oh, yeah. Christians. It is a booby hat <laughs> up there. I, I I just want to comment on how much I have grown to appreciate the style of Christian filmmaking, where. All the dialogue seems to be cold by Kafka prompts. <laughs> like, n- nothing said has any relation to the line previous or the nope. line following. Characters just seemingly spring up. All of, I, we said this during the movie, but this movie should have been called, Is This the Guy or the Other Guy? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These, they're, they're, they're horrible, confusing, just, you, lose every sanity and point during about, these experiences think about how cruel that is considering the audience for this type of movie is going to be older and old people already have a hard time keeping movie plots straight sure. how many times have you been with a relative watching a movie and had to try to explain it to them all the way through yeah uh it's hard it Often. wasn't possible for us jaded you know media savvy uh, uh millennials 
how the fuck could a boomer watch this movie no, and understand yeah. who See, anyone Matt, is? I, I, I'm going I'm to disagree with you for a second because I think, like, to us, this movie was utterly baffling and like at almost any given point in the movie we were like characters on screen would say things like what's happening and then <laughs> we'd be like yes and then the movie wouldn't answer nope. or like who are you yeah <laughs> and we'd be yelling the same thing at the screen the movie did not answer well, right. and it's at no point could you clarify nope what like what the backstory motivation or relationship was between almost any of the characters on screen uh, inscrutable there, there were a number of like there was at least a couple incredibly baffling gaffes and plot points in this movie that were mind-melting to see. Some real, like, jaw-droppers. This, th- these movies, they're, they're particularly powerful, I feel, because, like, it's a more... More cops should be in theaters for these movies than the Joker. <laughs> there was a because, security like, for, guy. There was one. That cop should, is always at oh, Court Street. Oh, yeah. yeah, he just loves movies. <laughs> 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 he, he doesn't even like to see him. He's just no, like, but like, hey... Hey, say cop. say hi for the say hi to the silver screen for me while you're in there. That's what he says. No one can tell him to stop. But yeah, uh, every every I would say for the first like seventy five percent of this movie, every scene ended with a character who seemingly just like had no strict relation to another character. It yes. seemed very fluid. Going, um, but why? And then just walking away because that's what it, like a Christian filmmaker thinks is pointing. Well, but on the security point, uh, I didn't hear the one you did about Joker, but uh, just the general gist I've gotten. Not this is show, this is whatever. This is <laughs> way more of a public hazard. This film. Oh yeah. If people with any kind of problems go in and watch this, see, this they is the do kind of need movie, more more security this is the kind services. Of movie where it seems off to a normal person, but if your brain is uh, scrambled in a certain way. It vibes on your frequency, right. and it's telling you yes. something that we can't hear. That's it's, what I was going to say. Whistling at a different yes. frequency, That's like activating I, you, like Reggie Jackson in fucking Naked kill Gun, the Queen. Yeah, the movie was baffling to us, but like to to boomer suburban Christian brain, like that movie is is right on their frequency yeah. because you don't need to know and the it, characters. It makes sense to them. Yeah, like whereas they they would see that movie and not be yelling at the screen. The That's true. Time. You're right. The best way to describe the experience of uh, watching this movie is that uh, due to certain circumstances, Brendan and Felix were about maybe 10, 15 minutes late. And because it was a Fathom event, there were no trailers and the movie just started at seven on the dot. Matt went to like let them in the theater because the stupid QR code, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was the only one in the theater for like from the very first second of the movie to the end. At no point was I at an advantage <laughs> under, yeah. to understand what was going on in this movie than, than you guys. Were. We kept looking. It was a completely, like, why is a, uh, completely like level playing field as far as that. True. So inscrutable. Um, I guess the best way to start is like just talk about what we thought this movie was going into it, and then reveal to you as best we can. And like honestly, it will be difficult to repiece together the plot by plot parts of this movie. That I will try to preserve some of the like the spoilers for you, and so you can experience them uh, as we did going through it. But in the act of recalling it, I fear that we will be almost summoning its power. Yeah, and the prophecy that this movie actually contains, and and the grim omen that it portends. Oh, by, by the by the way, I do like I I'm not going to give it away right now, but I have solved the key mystery. Of this okay, movie. okay, I'm okay. excited. No, yeah, okay. Listener, like, like the doors will be unlocked. <laughs> yeah, you. We've already <laughs> lost all our sanity points. If you are mentally strong, you should listen to this episode. If you have problems, if you have like wandering, if wandering, you have reality issues, if you have reality issues, if you have any of the common maladies our listeners have, like uh, hysterical womb syndrome, yeah. 
uh, bad vapors, anxiety, wind yeah. bone, yeah, wind uh, bone, imposter syndrome, yeah, yep. milk blood. If you have any of these, any of these disorders, <laughs> you should avoid listening. Mm. But we've we've given up like any any hope of a normal life after seeing this. But for those <laughs> intrepid listeners who have like the mental fortitude, the you know three percent of listeners who have a normal job who can withstand this, we will guide you through this because together we have to solve the existential crisis of christian filmmaking okay so we saw this movie again a fathom event at uh court the court street theater in downtown brooklyn which is if for for the audience for the one night event for this movie was empty yep uh just desolate not so, a single person literally in the just world. us yeah. Felix and i walked in and we, and we were like all right we gotta find it let's get let's, 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 let's squint here and try to and we then were, it was just the you guys only in the middle of people the in brooklyn which I, i'm sure this is like the only place in brooklyn you could see this movie on this night alone yes sure. I, there were two in manhattan and one in brooklyn but the only people out of millions insane enough to do this yeah. were us four that's just how twisted we are folks so yeah. again a couple of months back, there's the trailer for this movie, and people were like, oh, my God, you guys got to do a movie episode about it because it's a trailer that's like, what happens like in a world where like the, they, the Antifa, take over, and there's like you know images of like people in black masks like breaking windows and being like, you know, implying that like they'll take your guns, and then it's like Kevin Sorbo is like, the, like a father. One man. Yeah, one man who will stand against the Antifa hordes and like with a gun, like stand up for like his, his, his property, yeah. his family, his God. and his God, yes. and his religion, and his yes. faith. That so we, we we thought going into the movie this would be like a fairly um, ham fisted broadside or like like a shitty attempt to make a thriller um, out of a antifa plotline with Kevin Sorbo as the hero of it, right? Wait a minute, this isn't my world. Disappointed. That is not what this movie is. Oh, no. no, at all. No, oh, no, at all. No, um, so no, I, dear listener, it's something altogether different than that. It again, without giving anything away, it basically becomes. I would describe this movie as like what would happen if um, some sort of Christian ministry used a multi-level marketing scheme to get this a script made by one of their kids who was like trying to break into the industry, and then Felix, as you said, like every evangelical ministry has one person who's like, yeah, I own all the copper in America. Yeah, yeah. I just I go to this church that is like obviously used to be a Lowe's. Yeah. But I, I like I own. Every, I, it's somehow legal for me to own all the hospitals in the state. Yeah. I have seventeen billion dollars. Of course, of course, I'll make your movie yeah. called Hope Came Through. I, I own fifteen water parks. All of them are being sued for people getting Legionnaires' disease. Yeah, yeah. I am the Eric Prince of the hot tub industry. It- <laughs> I, of course, I'll make your movie. Okay, if that type of person financed a movie that was like a, 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 a hokey evangelical Christian attempt to make a PG version of essentially Cormac McCarthy's The Road, yes. right? Imagine, but, the, but have an uplifting message at the end of it. The yes. Cormac, of course, like literal Cormac McCarthy's The Road. If it was PG Christian, would be me and my son. We just want to see the Grand Ole Opry <laughs> <laughs> before we die. We want to see Jason Aldean. <laughs> It we, is PG thirteen technically. Okay, this is this was there was some violence. There was a, there was a fair yeah. bit of violence. Yeah. not yeah. all of it seemingly connected to <laughs> yes. like anything that yeah, he's depicted on so screen. Random. So I think we need to do a, for the, a forensic reconstruction of like what happens <laughs> yeah. in this movie as from as best we can remember it. Yeah, while it's fresh in our minds. So, I've been thinking about it. Since I'm the only one that saw it from the very very beginning. 
So I'm the only one who holds this cursed knowledge. <laughs> the very first scene in the movie is star of Stone Cold, Brian Bosworth, busting into an ER room, emergency room, saying, my daughter, you got to help my daughter. Like, there's been a car accident. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Sorbo is the surgeon on call at the hospital who, like, you know, r- rushes the daughter away. But, but um, again, star of Stone Cold, Brian Bosworth, is uh, very agitated and upset after Kevin Sorbo asks him, like, you know, how much you get to drink today? Clearly, some... You know, shit heel asshole who's just like drive, driven drunk and right. almost nearly, you know, killed his daughter or whatever. Right. And they're like, I'm going to have you to stay here. And then, like, hospital security is like, you know, sir, if you resist us, like, we will put the cuffs on you. He, uh, then Boz, Boz, Stone Cold, gets in like a fight with like the hospital security guard, reaches up for officer service weapon, pulls it out, and is like, let me see my daughter. I need to see my daughter right now. And then, yeah. like, he's, he's talked down, not by Kevin Sorbo, but, but, like, just, like, some random guy he'll never see again, uh, not in the movie at filmmaking. all. Well, well, this is, this is like, I've but, actually seen a lot of Christian movies. I am a Christian. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but, like, this is a key feature. Like, they, you know, like, in, Holly, in Godless Hollywood, because they don't have God, they have to have a bunch of bullshit rules to like, so they won't immediately kill themselves every day. One of these rules is Chekhov's gun. Like, if you show something, you have to show it later. Christians, nah, no way. <laughs> One and done, baby. Yes. I just realized there's a bunch of not fired guns in this the movie. goddamn crossbow I, I, uh, well, and the uh, the uh, sword. Oh yes, so what we'll, the fuck? So just validating Felix's points. So like in a, in a Christian movie, during like the thing that sets off every event that happens. There will be like a character, right, who talks a guy down or like saves someone's life, and the camera will linger on them for like five entire seconds, and you'd be like, "Wait, what role does this person play later?" And it's like none. none. <laughs> they <laughs> just kept that again. shot too long. Yeah. Okay. Was that and Eric no, Roberts? They, uh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. The only thing you've seen so far, Brian Bosworth is a shithead, uh, you know, asshole piece of shit uh, who grabs a cop's gun who grabs a cop's gun because he was driving drunk and like right. you know killed, killed his, daughter his daughter or whatever what you think, or and Kevin whatever. Sorbo is we, like they just they rush the kid off you don't know what happens to the kid right. Kevin Sorbo is just the surgeon who's just like get this man out of here I'll like I will save your daughter uh-huh. Bosworth is talked down they're like think of your think of your daughter what would she want and he's like my, my faith and he says my faith oh. so you think his daughter you think it's his daughter something like name. that like and then, like, he puts his gun down, and then, like, you know, he's arrested. Yeah. And he goes, I guess, like, it, and then, okay, then it just cuts. That's, that's, we don't know what happened to the daughter. We don't know what happened to him. It's, like, seven years later. Seven years later. After that, it is, you know, uh, we open on um, Suburban Home. It's with Kevin Sorbo as the dad. And he has, like, I don't know. I, I forgot how many. 47 children. 47 children. Yeah. yeah they, he has a million. Every time the camera pans, <laughs> it finds a new kid. They're, they're budding. Yeah, are, okay, the, he gets wet and throws him off like a mogwai. The, the only like the only way like a actual person could have that many kids at Serbo's age is if like they were hatchlings. <laughs> like if he literally laid eggs and like sat on them with his warm gun. Okay, so it is um. There is the I think I think the eldest daughter again. This is very very yeah, we're in shaky waters this from this point on. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there is a, yeah. what, what I assume is the eldest daughter who is in the house with her fiance. Yeah, and she's looking at a wedding dress and she's like, "Oh, like I'm not going to show you. You're like, you know, my wedding day is going to be the first day yeah. you see me in this dress." And he's like, "Okay, Christian I want to I want to say the guy looked like a Tom Cruise Halloween mask. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just kind of looked like Tom Cruise, but off. Yeah, several he, iterations. Uh, he looks like he looks like like if the Chinese got some of the technology to make Taylor Lautner, yeah. but not all of it. 
And they're like, they're like, we can't bring this to the battlefield. It's just not good enough. It's not that it will get destroyed by the real Taylor Lautner. <laughs> That's not who he's selling back to the, the Americans. Yeah. You're thinking of the other kid. Which one? He's thinking of the uh, the James Spader kid. That's the one. No, 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 no. The fiance. Although this is starting to uncover the problem of the film. Is that we don't know if someone at any given point is a boyfriend or a brother or a dad. Yeah, this is like, I feel like Christians have spent the last decade inventing a new type of uncle. And that relationship was present in this movie. I'm your nephew roommate. This is as best I can I can reconstruct it. Like there's I think like the eldest daughter maybe is there with her fiance okay and like they're they're thinking about getting married soon then we're introduced to i guess the the elder brother yeah. i don't know if he's older than Who the looks sister like or otherwise young james spader yes yeah. okay he's playing chat he's dressed like kelvin gemstone yes this is the pissed brother right yes the pissed yes. brother. Okay. he's the pissed got the shirt he's got the, the from, from here on out hat. he will be referred to as the pissed brother or the james spader brother the, the yes. pissed okay. brother has like a sick collection of henley's and like henley's as yes. you know the best shirt to punch a wall in <laughs> Like yes. they just they they allow I'm enough of your pectoral right to be open. I'm actually repping Henley at this moment. Okay, yeah. he is shown playing chess with his younger brother, yeah. who's like quite a bit younger than him. Yeah. So it's easy to tell. Like, like the pissed brother and fiance sister is definitely past uh, you know puberty. They're young adults. Okay. Then there's like another tier of children. Yeah, there's a second. <laughs> like, there's are, a second trail like, like yeah. siblings. <laughs> And you a, package these into you know <laughs> tranches, and then you sell them, and you make money. And then, okay, there's a younger sister, and then like a middle sister in there as well. All of this yes. very the one yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of then, like an Aldi brand Miley Cyrus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who's yeah? As Matt pointed out, is probably like a Christian YouTuber yeah. who has like is one of the three most famous people on earth. Yeah. She has seven hundred billion subscribers. Right. We've never that's never the family generally speaking. Yeah, that's as best I can remember. It. It's like the, the, and then there's the, the brother. Mom? The brothers are showed playing chess and then like on a tv screen like that frames them like you see what you know like like a cable news feed and you just see footage of like uh people in black like you know mobbing in cities and just it's like a, you know a, it's like a, looting it's riot, and uh, like you know like, implying that like civil unrest they're like in the cities like you know like it's like you know small rural towns have like held out or whatever <laughs> happening yeah. right now yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god my the producer gene yeah okay yes yeah, society's like breaking down because Again, what what are I would say loosely coded as yeah antifa type they like give black a, they block, give it a, little a little bit of a gloss or like an occupy kind yeah. of thing but like again listener it may come as a shock to you like the movie actually spends very almost no energy or time actually being about antifa no, they don't even call them that they call just yeah. call them looters yeah. yeah this is one of the least political movies of the year. <laughs> it's really kind of true it's higher it's, than it's that. bizarre yeah, like yeah, it does, yeah it has a politics to it that are insane <laughs> as we'll get into as, as per, certainly as relates to guns the second amendment yes. and god yes but um yeah like as far as specific like sean hannity or like yeah, the no type talking of like, like talking but gre- specific grievances against like liberals or like yeah. not really uh, no. uh, you know politicians hey, or whatever off lines it's like salafist in that way where it's like the, there is a politics but it is located in a more like an untainted spiritual like yes, the battle exactly. is between like the religious it's a spiritual, the, the, spiritual the drama. warfare yeah. Yeah. there are a few scattered there, things I mean, no, it's not, a little it's bit not, of red meat to keep yeah, you interested sure. to keep the maga guys perked up so a so okay so then it, then it turns out that it's uh, the pissed brothers birthday 
And they all like whoever's in this family. Again, I have no idea. Cousins. Do we know the family's name? And no point in this movie is the family's name ever. No, set. they say it. It's, really? Well, they say Sorbo's name, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I feel like people are in this family on like a temp basis. <laughs> yes. And like the fiance sister, she's like a permanent hire. Right. The younger kids, they're experimenting they're with interns. them if they'll cut them loose or not. Yeah. And none of them like look alike either, so they might as well oh, be running like all. a foster. Uh, yes home or whatever yes so um so it's, it's it's piss brother's birthday and then like they put this disgusting looking cake in front of them and they're like oh god cake and presents like, like cake and presents and like presents presents like again this guy is like you know getting getting to the age where you shouldn't be like having no, a birthday he, party with your family birthday, he looks 20. older than that yeah exactly <laughs> oh he's 20, it was his 21st birthday and then his dad gives him at the dinner table like get that cake out of the way pushes it away instantly <laughs> opens up a big long box and it's like just got him a rifle yeah he got six yep the, the fiance sister sees this and reacts very poorly. And she's like, how could you do this? Like, you know, like it, on her birthday, too, yeah. implying like, ooh, like whose birthday? And like, there's like, what? Like, Matt and I, Matt, I latched onto this. I instantly due to genius. But they don't really reveal it until about like two thirds <laughs> of the way that There's like a, uh, or like, like a rupture, like a rupture in this family or like, uh, so, like so something, something, something going on here. Like, in the, and she, the daughter is very against, you know, him being given this gun. And as a she's present. triggered. Pardon the pun, by firearms. Yes, exactly. And then like, um, okay, so, and then Sorbo's like, oh, come on, honey. Like, you know, then he's like, how about just us men? Like, you know, we'll go to the, we'll go to the ammunition store. We'll get some ammo and we'll go to the range and just, you know, shoot this out. Just guys being dudes. Just guys being dudes. Absolutely. Like, forget this, forget this cake. Like, again, that's forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Or the cakes, other presents or anything for, else. Cakes for, cakes for my 17 daughters to eat <laughs> sure while I'm away. So just, just the family men. Yeah, uh, the men know, are they, going out on a little they get, the, they get in the pickup truck and they go to the, I don't know, local like ammo store, like yeah, shopping market. ammunition superstore. Yeah, like what looks like a giant shop. Felix store. and I have not, this is all news because we okay. were not here yet at this point. You, you guys tell me when, like, you know, you, you're consciousness of this I'm movie. I'm curious up. when we're going to get to where we were. When we I, I will in. say, without, you know, spoiling too much, we got in during. Bosworth siege. That's what we'll <laughs> okay. call it. Yeah, okay, so yeah, we're almost yeah. there. Okay, yeah. we're almost there. Like, okay, there's yeah, yeah. only like again five ten minutes the movie has okay. transpired. Sorry, it's taking so long to get through. But I mean, there's a lot to process. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, we need to set up. The so they, they go to the, the the ammo store and like you know there's some light joshing in the car about you know the fact like you know when you're married like you know your vows are forever, son. And like yeah. you're not you know sometimes she's not going to wish she married someone else. Sometimes you're going to wish you married someone else. But like you just think of your vows and like you yeah. know. Hold fast. And he's like, oh. Beat off in the basement. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Th- thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So they get to the ammo store. And who do they see there? But none other than the legend, the Pope of Greenwich Village himself, <laughs> Eric Roberts. That's right. Eric the Roberts. Himself. I mean, a guy who's been in, like, I mean, he's been in a lot of shit, but he's been in some, oh, like, masterpiece films. movies. Yeah. Well, they're going to take my thumbs. He's worked with P.T. Anderson. Yes. Like, I yeah. mean, just a cult icon who. Absolutely. Star think, 80. You know, I mean, best of the best. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, just just hit after hit. I'm sure he's in this movie for. Julia Roberts' brother. Yeah. He's in this movie for probably uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's it's blank. And he shows up as it. the, uh, like, manager of the ammo store. And then immediately, as soon as they're they're shopping, there's like a mob outside, like throwing garbage cans through the windows. They're looting, gets on fire. They're like you know, they're screaming. dressed in black. They're carrying signs with different things on them. One of them says, "Just disobey." <laughs> right. 
Uh, one of them says something about Occupy. There's one about corporations. Yeah. It's clearly supposed to be coded as a, like an Antifa left-wing protest. Okay. But the funny thing is all the actual guys in the mob, because these are the people they could get presumably, are 50-year-old wraparound sunglasses, YouTube in your fucking front seat of your car, right. MAGA guys. Yes. yes. Like Screaming big, guys. burly middle-aged white dudes yeah. like, but they're supposed to be antifa when like the, the the supermarket ammunition store gets attacked for the first time it looked like an episode of sons of anarchy like Absolutely. It, it looked like sam crow the first guy yeah, through yeah. the door was this huge round motherfucker in a fucking motorcycle cut yeah i so, don't think that that's realistic so uh like you know sorbo like it's like oh the shit is hit the fan like protect your family protect your life like get to the car get, get to, to the, the chopper yeah like and you know and then like uh they're assaulted by some some toughs, including like a, an antifa guy who's wearing a cowboy hat. Who yes, becomes the, the main antagonist. <laughs> he's an of the antifa movie. cowboy. Um, and like they're banging on the windows, and he's like, he's like, I will defend. Me. He's like, he's already unholstered his side by sidearm. Sure. And he's like, I will defend myself. And he's like, well, you can't shoot all of us. And he's like, you really want to take that chance? Yeah. You know, and I think he does shoot someone at he one shoots point. Somebody, he and then they drives off. They drive off. Again, cut uh, back to the, the household. Yep. And they're like, this is, like children, like women. Daughters, sisters, cousins, <laughs> roommates. Find, uh, whoever find, this find your safety uncle. <laughs> <laughs> All women are assigned to their uncle, who may also be their cousin. If you cannot locate your cousin, please find your brother-in-law, which could be any of the men at the house at this given hour. Again, we will figure out the relations of this family after this emergency. And, yes. and, and Dad, Kevin Sorbo, is like, you know, this is what I've always told you about. Grab your go bags. And then, like, uh, his uh, pissed brother was like, I need my box. And he's like, <laughs> like, like, fuck your box. Essentials only. Then, then he goes. Then the fiance daughter runs back into the house and then, like, what will become an incredibly important plot point that will pay off in a way that is magnificent. <laughs> yeah. She takes a key from her family and hides it in her bedroom in, like, a, like a jewelry box. And Sorbs starts yelling, where's the key to the gun safe? Where's the key because to they, the gun because safe? Because sure. he's got pistols. But they've got ARs and shit, yeah, like real shit yeah. and stuff yeah. in the gun safe, but he can't yeah. find the key. Oh, so she hides she, during, she the hides during the yes. attack. Okay, so like oh, while they're doing their, getting their she bug hates guns. Okay, this is this is I think when you came in. Yeah. While they're grabbing their go bags and just being like, like everybody, like in the car, like yeah. this is it. Like, yeah. You know, the, the antifa is here. Civilization has fallen. Civilization apart has in like four minutes. Instantly. Has completely fallen apart. That's funny. Total anarchy. Like a, 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 a forty guys showed up at a fucking uh, five and dime, <laughs> and civilization ended immediately. Because five minutes previously, they were everything was fine. Everything was fine. Ammo it was it was zero sixty. It was like Shaky. supposedly like television said. Yeah, saying there's riots in other cities, cities or whatever. But like so far, like r- rural suburban communities, you know, that yeah. that, that, that that sort of type is uh, mostly sure, stayed away sure, from. Sure, sure, I got you. Um, but then, like as soon as they go to the supermarket, total chaos. Right. Society yeah. over. No police, yeah. no EMS, yeah. no yeah. fire department, yeah, no nothing. media. It's all over. Just, uh, right. Everything. It's like okay. It's like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. They was. Like, it looked like yeah. it, except with CGI smoke and fire. Yeah. So while they're doing their go bags, they the Bosworth siege begins. Yep. This is the, the battle. He's like the Battle of Blackwater. He's Bron. Yeah. And no. like so, he posts up with his with his fucking sniper rifle. Next to the cowboy hat anti fuck right, guy, right? Who has like a re- a Winchester uh, lever action old time Western gun, so he's like a literal cowboy, yeah. but Antifa, and he's doing all accents of the he region, is doing every accent of the in the South, yeah, yeah. at all times. Oh. They combine in such a way that you could only describe it as like Cajun New Yorker, yeah. yes. 
But then Boz shows up and he like you know posts up with his rifle and he's just like I'm gonna get that doctor. Yeah, I'm gonna make him feel my pain. Um, and yeah, exactly. And it's just like what like is it, did his daughter die or yeah. what? Right. Blame her for. And this is like very dying. weird. And he's like scoping out people like and it's just like oh, shit's, yeah. shit's popping off. Oh yeah. And then like he like the, through his like his telescopic lens like the the rifle sight he finds uh the youngest the youngest family daughter. Sorbo daughter she's about seven. Yeah. And then like and then immediately sees behind her like a glowing angelic. There's vision. a purple. Like yeah. star wipe, yes, that happens, and then this other daughter, and it's a floating woman, girl who I couldn't tell if it was the same girl. I guess it's not. Very, but it was very difficult. Very to tell unfair. Apart. Unclear to <laughs> what, like, <laughs> very unfair. Yeah. This movie is very unfair to the viewer. <laughs> yeah, and then he's sort of weirded out, but then like, uh, again, God, an incredibly long story short. Uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo just gets like fucking gunned right. down right. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, Mr. Mr. Fucking just, Castle Doctor defending his home. Blah. Yeah. Dropped <laughs> like again. He ballsy he has, move. He has the shittiest reflexes <laughs> ever. Well, he he's, ever he's got them. Like he knows where they are, and he turns uh, the corner and he goes, "Hey!" And I really thought because it's Kevin Sorbo, this is how it's this is how it's like been He's gonna just and then they shoot him immediately, and, like, and he hey, boof. and then like I think they somehow die as well. But he goes out with no dignity. Whatsoever. It would be one thing to say he got the jump on them and like missed, but like it's more like Kevin Sorbo's character could have woken up at the foot of his attacker's bed <laughs> with a gun in the guy's mouth. Like, the guy could have just woke up with yeah. <laughs> a barrel in his mouth, and he still would have gotten shot and died. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, sort of like maybe because he couldn't have got the, the real the chopper from, like, the, the gun safe, right. maybe. You're, you're so lucky I don't have my good gun. <laughs> yeah, but. I wouldn't, have re- I wouldn't have taken 12 minutes to process you being right but in front of me. But the funny thing is, like, the dudes who shoot him are using, like, bolt-action rifles, yeah. Yeah. and he's got yeah, a he fucking gets, big-ass handgun, and he gets yeah. owned by them. He gets no-scoped. Like, <laughs> he gets no-scoped. He gets no-scoped by, like, guys his age. Which, yeah. So he can't even be like, Oh, they have better reflexes sure. than me. They beat me in the gunfight. It's like <laughs> it's oh. true. Abazmer is older than him. Yeah, so he dies, which is sort of sets the tone for the rest of the film. I mean, ballsy it's, move it by the, the, uh, the marketer uh, executive and, decision. Yes, where, exactly. Which was marketed as a Steven Seagal movie, and he dies in the first act. Right. I mean, maybe similar to executive decision, Kevin Sorbo was also killed off in this movie because he um, psychopathically abused everyone on the set until they, he was fired. Like Steven Possibly. Seagal did I, in I executive decision. I believe that's what happened. So anyway, what was originally marketed as a Kevin Sorbo versus Antifa movie within the first 10, maybe probably 10, 15 minutes of the movie, yeah. that premise obliterated. Gone. Right. Gone. right. The, the kids, the, all the, 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 the daughters, and I guess one other brother, yep. Uh, run into the woods. Be like you know. Again, by woods, I mean like the, the uh, middle of their... yeah. Like it's uh like that piece of shitty scrub uh, wilderness next to a uh like a recent tract of exurban development with a bunch of mini mansion McMansions, yes. and then just like a little shitty fucking. A uh, little little glen with some fucking sparse ass trees. A couple of square feet. Yeah, um, that's it. And so that's this whole movie felt like it was shot in a suburb in. Of Cincinnati, it's like a like Star Butler Wars County, fan film Ohio. where they're just like, yes, and that's what we yeah. found out. It was fucking shot in Ohio. Matt called that. I called that. I know my Midwestern shithole. <laughs> so it's an Ohio suburb, basically. Yes. These kids again. The kids go in the woods, and then it becomes like a sort of survival. And it's oh, and the, the mom. The, the mom. Okay, gets taken. the mom, the mom and, the, and, and then the fiance, the fiance are left behind at the house, and, and they, they get are caught by Bosworth slash uh, Antifa cowboy. 
the it was Bosworth again. Th- this is when the Antifa plotline goes away entirely because at this point these people are just basically marauders. Yes, right. Yeah. They're just sort of There's like no ideology. Like, like, like yeah, exactly. No ideology. Society has crumbled. These are like you know dangerous, violent, yeah. like men, aggressive men, like out to like you know kill you, rip you off, steal your shit just exactly. to survive and yeah. move forward, etc. No political ideology whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and then Brian Bosworth Association, uh, Felix, did sort of remind me of like Dan Quinn and his gang. Like, what's the Vagos? What's the it one was he tries very to very Vago? <laughs> yeah, because they, yeah. they were very they were completely derelict, but like but... middle like a past middle aged man. Yeah, Crazy Joe was <laughs> in his fifties when uh, he ent- his final storyline with Dan <laughs> Quinn. Like this is this is all. I do at several points during this movie I turned to Brendan and said, I respect Christians so much. Maybe they like will beat Islam. Yes. Because their vision of the world is so powerful. Like they believe that there are like gangs of fifty year olds who look like them. <laughs> yes. Like they believe in like rough characters. Like he, they basically believe the gangs of the fifties and sixties, like white guys who sang songs, like just never left the gang life. And they have <laughs> half century of experience yes they're ready <laughs> yeah and when society collapses they will fucking take Spring it out into action yeah the mother we don't again totally unclear what happens to her well they and show it, her him and the, her and the fiance get caught they're like we're gonna get him and and bosworth wants the kid oh uh the cowboy well, they, hat guy shot the oh, youngest right. daughter. The youngest and, daughter gets shot. And Bosworth got furious because he got like fixated on her. Right. But she's not dead. She's like injured. Which is hilarious because right. you know, first of all, the girl is probably seven years old and gets shot like through the gut yeah. with like a thirty odd six rifle. Yes. And they just they, carry and her these off kids into the woods. Drag her into the woods. They drag her into the woods and sleep in a fucking teepee yeah. for like a month. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so the mom and the and the and the fiance are in the custody of Bosworth and the guy, but then it just ends. Right. It cuts off and then says one month later. Yes. And we're with the kids in the woods. Yes. Living in teepees, and somehow the little girl with the bullet in her stomach is still alive. Yeah, and doing fairly well. very well. <laughs> she uh, has like she has like a bandage on her head. And she's yes. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. Like, it, 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 it's like, lady, you're perforated. <laughs> yeah, you got a sepsis like a month ago. But really, this is where you smell like Lindbergh. As much as all that stuff was necessary to set up, there really isn't a lot of plot for the rest of. We can kind of no. branch out there because no. really, the rest yeah. of the movie, except for the very end, there's obviously a climax. There is no real plot after this. There's just a series They're of wandering moments. around. As, as I described it, it's like it's wandering around in the forest, and like at, at this point, the movie, like the, what we thought was the initial premise. Kevin Sorbo vs. Antifa, gone entirely. From then on, it becomes a movie about like a guy who has too many sisters. Yeah, yeah, that's really sisters, fiancés, sister fiancés. They like they they go in the in the woods, like probably like I don't know a half mile from like where their suburb was just being looted by roving gangs. Yes, and, and they like, live there a month without being covertly, detected. you know, like hunting in the forest with bow yeah. and arrows. Yeah. Like, really, they're, rather openly, they, they have like get, a giant teepee and they cook they all cook the fires. It's incredibly yeah. easy to spot them. Yeah. And they, they, I guess like the Dr. Melfi's uh, couch of this movie yeah. is the campfire. Yes. Because the campfire is where we get all the expository, de- not expository, because you, it literally teaches the you relationship nothing. Stuff. Right. Yeah. It, it's just stuff like the, the God sisters are like, God is nice and he wants us to be nice. And then the Piss Brothers like, 
then why did God make bees? <laughs> like, even though he's watched, oh God, that was so even, funny. Even though he's watched his entire family die, he he's like, oh yeah. Then get... why did God make Mondays? Okay, like his dad got <laughs> ventilated in front of him. No, uh, wait. What was the line where I like, said stinging nettles? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. No, they were like, they were like, oh, like yeah. Why did God create stinging nettles? Yeah. And it's like. What, yeah, why did God let your parents just get mur- murked? You like, saw, just, like, you're living in the you, woods you now. Saw your, it's the like, apocalypse, you, you, you fucking idiot. You saw your like five-year-old sister just get like shot in the head, <laughs> and, and you're just like, well, why Why does God make lunch last longer? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. So really, there's not a lot to talk about plot-wise because the rest of the movie, with like a couple scenes that we should address because they're super funny because more characters get introduced and you're more confused, it's just that... <laughs> So confused. It's just that it's the campfire slash like someone's setting a trap or whatever in the woods, but it's just theological debate slash character work between the brother who's pissed and hates God and keeps getting more pissed at God the more the movie goes on, and then the sister who there's an obvious backstory with she hates guns, uh, struggling with something. I don't really know. Forgiveness, I think, is her thing. Yeah, like, she got to forgive her brother for something. We'll find out yeah. and forgive her fiance for. Oh, joining okay. the okay, yeah, no, this, this is the next scene. This is yeah. the, probably the most. This is <laughs> oh, really when I started hemorrhaging sanity. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, and, no, this is when it just started really. Because so, we had a vague understanding so, of what was happening until this happened. So, okay. At this point in the movie, like, uh, the brother. Is like we got to go back to our house again. Like it's a five minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Like yeah. if you were li- like we got to go back to the house. Yeah. And like like his idea is like they like we'll get the key or like salvage the guns. And yeah. The yes. So we can use like there's a big cache of like, yeah. you know weapons and ammo. Yeah. That their father, whose motto was always be prepared, has like you know sort of bequeathed yeah. them even in death. It's ironic given the later revelations yeah. about the father. Um. So like they they go back uh, to the house. Um, to sort of like you know, just sort of like find the key, loot for supplies, craft, do some crafting, yeah. like you know, yeah. like up there, like armor. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> sleep in points. a bed to save their game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy a new uh, uh, vest. So wait, yeah. you, you guys are gonna have to like sort of help me with this. this does the sister oh. find the key, or did or, did, or do no. they realize in this moment that the sister hid the she key? She goes to get yeah. the key, and then the brother finds her with it and says, "Did you hide the key? Yes, dad's dead because of you, you harlot." Yes, yeah. and she's yelling and crying. Incre- right, incredibly important. Like the, the hidden key. Yeah, so important to this. <laughs> and then they cut to him going to the. He fi- goes. This was the key to he, the gun this, safe. And now, and now, Dad's dead because he couldn't get the gun. She's like, "I'm sorry, I yeah. hate guns because it's our dead sister." Yeah, and then it cuts Spoiler to. We will Beep. tease. We're teasing it. Okay. Uh, they cut to him finally finding the uh the safe. And the motherfucker uses a combination lock. <laughs> he doesn't use the no, key at no, all. No, it, it, like it, it cuts from that. Like the key, yes. The and key. he does and it's the like, combination it's a, it's on a, a combination it's a lock on its side on the floor. And the camera lingers for a good ten seconds of him jiggling the dial of a combination yes. lock, and then just turns the fucking thing, and the door opens, opens it up, <laughs> and then gets, takes the guns out. Yeah. Incredible, amazing, yeah. it was just uh, amazing. And amazing. it's not like in some weird way that like the key j- meant like a piece of paper with the combo on it. He, she's yeah. holding a key. It's a key, a physical. It was MacGuffin. a physical key. With it's keys. a MacGuffin that they yeah. needed, and then they get it, and he's like, uh, "Okay, forget that. I'm just going to open it with my hand." This is like at this point in the movie. This is when I started thinking like, 
What if this is actually like a brilliant art film? Because it's like our father died because we didn't have the key. We're having a huge fight because of the key. We've been living, we've been living like in in a super fun pond scum site <laughs> because of the key. We never needed the key. Yeah. Why did my dad look for the key? This yeah. is all pointless. Our lives are meaningless. Yeah. We sit around this shitty campfire. Just having the guessing worst each theological. other's relation to each other. <laughs> We're all each other's uncles. Oh Christ! None of this makes sense. And that's what I was like. If this was an art film, like this would be genius. Oh Christ! I totally forgot with the the piss brother. In addition to running back like, during the initial Bosworth siege, he runs back to get his box. And, oh yeah, and his samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, gets the Hanway Ford steel katana. Yeah, yes. He needed a sword. Uh, my blade must be protected with me at time. So again, like another thing, like uh, like oh man. I bet I I can't wait to see him. Do oh, this. he was yeah, gonna. Yeah. I can't it wait out. to see him pull out yeah. that sword and like just, lay some justice or defend what? his family or scene with the sword. I can't wait to see that happen. Nope. nothing. Nope, never, never. Spoiler, <laughs> never happened. They used the fucking <laughs> scabbard as like a tourniquet binder at one point. Yeah, that's it. Just pathetic. So then well, there, okay, so like, there's, there's probably like if you were Christian, you'd be like, oh, that's a that's Ephesians three eighty two. The hilt of the sword can be a band can be a bandage <laughs> instead of a blade. Yeah. There's probably like tons of shit we missed. Oh, exactly. Exactly. oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Christian uh, references yeah. that like. If a Christian, Christian saw this, they'd be like, oh, there's truth. so much in this. Yeah, yeah. And we, we, godless, we just see fucking this. heathens. Yeah. yeah. We're just like, none of this. We're makes like sense. the gremlins watching fucking uh, Cinderella. Like, again, yeah. we're not, we're sort of like not, of, you know, of, of the books. So. Right, right. Like, this movie, this movie's, again, inscrutable, totally baffling. In Cr- Christians, like, they, like, they, that is another thing I noticed in this movie. Like, there's, they say a ton of axioms and, like, sayings that I'm sure, like, People, whatever kid in this church wrote this movie, his family, his or her family says, but just make no sense. What you, was the one about like the the the, the uh, gavel and the fork? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Down, are you going to put down a gavel and pick up a fork? Okay, yeah. no, okay. So this at this point in the movie, they're still in the house. They've gotten <laughs> they've they've looted the house and got a weapons upgrade and and several packs of ammo, a med kit. You know, <laughs> maybe. They got, they got minis. Yeah, yeah. Like they're doing pretty good. They got a, they got a blue scar. Yeah. <laughs> From the same. They made good rotation. Um, so that, like they go back upstairs, but then there's like, oh, like there's some people with guns outside. But like you're like, oh fuck, like it's gonna go down. And then it because just, you so, see the they, cowboy Andy fuck yeah, guy. Yeah, and then like a knock on the door. They open. They're like, oh, like, hey. hey, like hey. But insert character name here. Yeah, uh, it's the fiance. It's no, Tom it's, no, it's, guy. it's first. It's not the fiance. It's the brother or no? Something? No, it's, it's the a guy friend Rob, from the neighborhood. Guy in the fiance Robbie, oh, yeah. right? Robbie, Robbie. Robbie. He's a friend who has never been seen never before. Never shown on screen. Up and I was like, "Hi, moment. I'm your friend, Robbie." Correct. <laughs> and then the fiance is also with Robbie, also with this gang that includes the cowboy hat guy yes. that shot their little sister yes. and precipitated this and his violence yeah, and then killed and, his father. And yeah. then a guy with a like messy pixie cut. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then one other guy. And then again, what, they go upstairs for some reason and there's a fight with someone who I don't know what was. <laughs> there's a guy there's hiding a, in a closet yeah. when oh, they got there yeah. and then he attacks the, uh, the, the, fiance the fiance and they have a fight. Yes. And he, he kills him. The fiance oh, kills oh. him. Yes. Okay. And, and then they go back downstairs and there's a long conversation that none of us are going to remember. The main thing is that the, the, the fiance girl, the sister, is pissed at the fiance for going with the marauders. With the marauders. And, then, uh, and more confusingly is is that even though the thing this our scene ended with both him and the mom Kevin Sorbo's wife in custody when she's like where's my mom he's like I don't know I thought that was a different 
I'm not trying to be funny. I thought that was a different brother or fiance. <laughs> no. I, th- I really no, think it was in him. the beginning he was skinnier. And no. He like, no, 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 I'm not no. kidding. I thought that was a di- that wasn't the same guy. It was. I don't it think was. it was. So, no, so they were like, both being held by the the Bosworth really? and the cowboy yeah. hat guy. <laughs> okay. he, he got like pistol whipped. But okay. we never know. Like this is there is so much in this scene that drives me insane, including like. Why is the cowboy hat guy like ride or die for Brian Bosworth? Like, what yeah. is there? Yes. Like, Brian Bosworth is just like a local drunk idiot with a dead <laughs> yeah. daughter. Who and he's he? like, well, I'm the evil gun guy. Of course yeah. I'll work for Brian Bosworth. But, but it's like, he has no power over the cowboy guy. But the cowboy guy is somehow like in his charge. Yeah. But and also, he, the cowboy guy has a posse. He should be in charge. Right. right. But the other thing that drives me, like, makes this scene even more madness inducing the fiance fiance fight. Is like their verbal altercation is like if dogs had language but still got mad at each other over the same stuff. Yes. Do you were looking at the stick that I smelled first? It's that like level of human yeah. conflict. We had no, this is when we really started to be like, what is going yeah, on? I was like, like seriously, who are these people? I'm dissociating right now. <laughs> and, and that's the so- reason that they're mad at each other is nonsense well, yeah. well it's and, nonsense at, at, at the end and of then this- robbie tries to defend himself yeah. against her saying we're doing what we have to do to survive and then this other will polter looking motherfucker starts talking it's like who the hell let this guy in here yes. like they literally will just pan and there's a new guy and 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 at the end of the scene after all this arguing that we really didn't follow the, it's the fiance at that time i didn't know who he was but now it's like we, we have these categories he's the fiance character and he's um, a bad actor goes without saying and he's like straining his face and he just looks really upset because of whatever just transpired and he just looks like he's straining and in pain and Felix is over he's just like I just want to know who I am <laughs> and, and it was just all, at all times if you projected your own confusion onto the characters it yes. actually kind of worked yeah no that, that then it becomes probably the best movie I've seen in yeah. a while like it's, these people are all distressed like, because they don't know anything they're yeah. completely disoriented <laughs> he's like am I, a, am I the brother or am I the fiance so please, when is anyone going to explain please it? tell me if I'm your husband <laughs> yeah. just please what is my name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. give me that little kindness yes am I the uncle or the nephew yeah what am I so that was I, a, funny because like, like after uh, like in, uh, me trying to remember it <laughs> Like after the the house scene where it was just like all logic broke down, we we're like, like who am I? Like, like who? Like what is? What are we seeing? Yeah. That is, uh, we all I, felt I, very second administration Reagan. I, if they set out to make a movie about like eighty five IQ like normie <laughs> Christians who like forget who they're related to or who they're married to or whatever, that's genius. I felt that. Way. That's I felt that. Yeah. I feel like every scene in this movie took place in a car that had a running. Or in a garage that had a running car in it. Yes. Like it's slowly carbon <laughs> monoxide see, poisoning. I seriously, like, I don't even remember what happens in the movie after. Okay, okay. so they split yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. The, oh, the, 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 the marauders leave and the, the, uh, the fiance goes with, and Rob, no, Robbie stays with the marauders. This, we shouldn't even try to yeah, disentangle yeah. the Robbie. Right, they split up. They split up. Yeah. But then they end up fighting again. Yes. They like go out and try to stalk them and stop them. Yeah. And then they sh- have a shootout. But there's a lot of, really the rest of the movie is a lot of introspective character work because they're preparing, the family is preparing in some way, shape, or form to confront these marauders again, yeah. I think, and Bosworth. And we don't see Bosworth for a really long time, so he's this looming, he's like Jaws. You know he's going to come back. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, you don't show him till the third uh, reel, that's fine. But that's where we get a lot of cool stuff where a lot more boring th- theological stuff 
and the um, the YouTube star actress singing a lot. Yeah, okay, that's why I, I thought okay, she for, must okay, be a like a like a Disney Channel girl or something. Because yeah, it just stopped for her to sing by, by the fire. Yeah, like I, Elvis. I, I want to I want to talk a little bit about that character because to me she was like. Every time she was on screen or talking, it was like she was from a different movie. Yes. And it's like she looks different than all the other rest of the family. Yes. She's clearly, I guess, another sister. Yeah. But she has this like. Yeah. She's younger, but has this like wise in. She's like. Yeah. She's like a crone. Like she's like like a young crone. And she's always just like saying like, what's important is that like we love God. Yeah. Belief comes from love. Yes. Like God is love. Yes. And then she's like just spitting truths and singing like, you know. And then she'll get all crotchety like an old, like a prospector fishwife or something yeah like, oh yeah one part she's like don't give me none of your sass yeah don't give me none of that sass back and it's just you don't really understand her dynamic with everybody else but she's supposed to be something her relationship to I, the other I don't characters. know but in fairness in fairness the other sister i kept at one point she's like i won't forgive forgiving is different than accepting or something but then at the end <laughs> she's telling someone else like don't you understand it's what i've been telling you this whole time you have to forgive and yeah. it's like i thought you were the one struggling with forgiveness and the only one there's who makes no any consistence sense is the pissed brother. The pissed brother has a consistent through line. He is he, pissed at God, yes. and he shows his pissed at God by shooting at the sky. He gets so mad. They, that, they are in a post-apocalypse. Bullets are more valuable than fucking gold. Yes. And he's just, every time he like stubs his toe, yes. he just like ah! lets off a couple shots at yeah. Earth like, God damn you, know, you into the me, air. He reminded me uh, of the 13 Hours movie where there's the shot of the, the uh, Libyans shooting the American flag yeah. just like meaninglessly yeah. just being like, oh, yeah. that's where he just keeps going like, oh, God, you Every piece time of something, shit. Something bad happens to him. You, you magnificent dude. son of a, you feckless thug. Yeah. This guy. This, that was the Christian version of Bartlett in the yeah. National Cathedral. Yes. Yep. He was doing Richard Dawkins to the uh, sister. Yeah. And I thought, honestly, I mean, obviously, I'm biased because I am an atheist. I thought he had the better of that argument. His yeah. his criticism uh, to me was more persuasive. No, it wasn't really a question. She just went back to the old Christian well of, well, it, the fact that it doesn't make sense is why it's true. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. And it's and, like, well, fine. That, but, you, either, you either have a, like the hole in your, there's like a crease in your brain that makes that make sense to you or there isn't. There's nothing else to be done. There's one other scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, that's a big pile of just similar stuff. But there's the flashback. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. So this is where we find out. About or no, the, the uh, no. Sorry, the dream sequence. A, oh, yes. oh yes. There's a dream sequence where the uh, the fiance. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of flashbacks. Chris, Chris you have back not seen back. enough Christian movies. So it's like um, the fiance is you know sleeping by the campfire and she has a dream of her and. The fiance sister and the fiance, <laughs> yes, getting madness rude. Yes, dude, like, oh, it's a mar- It's their wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's their wedding. It's soft focus. For some reason, like again, it looks all, like an all black church. Yes, and, like, yes. Yeah, so there's a black uh, gospel singer belting yes. out a tune. There's a black minister marrying them. Uh, yeah. If uh, anyone remembers when Jimmy Scott in Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me is inexplicably suddenly in a room and starts singing, it was a lot like that where you feel like you're in the Black Lodge, where like they're getting married. And then the camera just pans over, and there's this singer, and she's got a mic, and yeah. it's just like the the, the scene takes and you. They have, they have a weird dialogue where like, yeah, he's like, "Do you love me?" And like, she's like, "Well, we're getting married, I yeah. guess." And like, I feel like I think at that point you were like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" <laughs> like, it's just it like, was one of the holiest <laughs> ceremonies in evangelical Christianity, <laughs> the girlfriend ceremony. Yes, yeah. she has to the untrained heathen eye. It looks like a wedding dress, but that's a girlfriend dress. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, and then, then like, she, and then inexplicably, the cowboy Antifa 
guy Marauder shows up guy to shoot them and, and she wakes them. up. And she goes, ah, oh no. So there's some kind of haunting thing so coming at them. Like what's coming to a head is the, the, the older sister and brothers, you know, uh, she is standing up for face and also kind of nonviolence and not, yeah. you know, picking up a weapon and anger. Like, and you he know. is literally he, trying to kill God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. With a gun. Like, you know, like, in, you he has tried to shoot God his, with a gun. In his defense, also, like, defend them from, like, you know, right. uh, yes. marauding, uh, yeah. roving gangs yeah. of, like, From you know, 50-year-olds, one of whom <laughs> dies every time they run into this family that's half children. Yes. <laughs> half, like, half, like, preteen children like one 50 year old heavily armed 50 year old just fucking perishes and they're not every even getting he... shot they're like going down from deep vein thrombosis and shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're getting killed horribly by america's dumbest family they're they're like as soon as the, the firefight starts like, oh crap i forgot to wear my airplane socks <laughs> <laughs> i knew i should have worn my magnetic bracelet today as they get, you know, a riddled with arrows shot by a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, wait. Just, one thing, because it's, it's, uh, it's significant for the end, is that during one of their big debates, she's uh, giving the, um, you know, the Dinesh D'Souza God uh, arguments to his fallacies yeah. from yeah. the atheist side, and he's carving, and he's just like, fuck you, and he's talking about God sucks, and then it pans out after they're done, and he's carved Y into a tree. Into a tree. Which will be important just aesthetically for the end of the And then shortly after that, well, they're all just milling. There's a whole bunch after this where they're just milling around in the camp. Yes, uh, a lot vaguely of that. trying to like hunt down the cowboy guy. Or yes. they ha- they have to move camp as well. That's and we got and we got a flashback. Sorry, oh, no, they have that. to move camp because there is a baffling scene oh, yeah. where the fiance is sleeping and someone takes their bug out bag. Oh yeah, someone and, and, and then it steals their bag. She has an insane argument with the man fiance <laughs> where she's like the nephew husband where, where the nephew husband fiance where where she's like you, you wanted to, to hang out with Robbie and now we're missing our bags and he's like I know one thing's for certain if somebody took our bags they know where you are and then she's she's like I agree we have to go and he goes well you're forgiven for suspecting me <laughs> And I don't think it's exact, ever determined it's, who took the bag. It, no, it's it, not. It is that scene that remembering that scene. There are many things in this movie that preclude me from ever like having a good life ever again. And that scene is like near the top. I like, I, a, a woman could tell me she loves me. I could see my own child be born. I could see like just any any amount of closure, any milestone in life. And I will be thinking... Who took the bags? Why was that in the movie? <laughs> See, Felix leading to me around that point. He's like, this movie was written by 13-year-old Macedonian children in some weird, you know, farm, you know, data yeah, farm. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, it, it's on Craigslist that you can hire. Yes. We're, we, okay, I like, make big movies. <laughs> we're at the end we, we now. Are, we are approaching the, the actual right. thing, the actual revelation that this movie Yeah, so the flashback so, is... Uh, so the thing that caused the initial argument because she he they got a gun for the y- older younger brother oh. is we flash back to when the younger brother is like five with his twin sister who is dead Becca the one yes. she's pining for and the older bro- sister the fiance sister is also there <laughs> uh, looking I'm struggling I've seen the movie and looking I'm I mean I don't hate to say this about a child but beat yeah <laughs> uh, a quite unattractive little gremlin child. <laughs> When Matt said this and I overheard him, I called him a goblin for saying this. 
He was talking about you, not oh, the kid. I, I heard him say goblin. I thought you were talking about her. No, he was talking <laughs> we're about all you. Talking about you. It's you, dude. You're oh, the goblin. I, when I heard you say goblin, I'm like, exactly. She's a fucking goblin. In bed with a goblin. This movie destroyed all of our humanity. Yeah. It was a... In bed with a goblin. So we find out that the source of all this trauma is that while these kids are playing in the house, their dad, just a flashback. Their dad leave left a fucking pistol in a holster on the fucking table. Yes, and the little kid took it. The and pit, shot the brother. His sister. The brother took it and accidentally shoots his sister while the other sisters watches. Yes, and then it's about how the guilt and it's all about how this like the brother has such bad guilt and the sister has a hard time forgiving him. Meanwhile, no one is talking about the fact that the father should be in fucking prison in any other for movie, allowing that to happen. In, in any other movie, that would this that, like that scene, the way it's shot, the way it all goes down, would be in a movie uh, uh, stringently arguing for gun control yeah. and how guns are not something that we should. Instead, have Instead, Sorbo answer. leaves the gun out, which like all these gun nuts are always saying, like if you're a responsible gun owner, right? You know, they always fixate on like trigger discipline and stuff like that. Yeah. And this guy is like supposed to be Mr. NRA. He's he's member of an NRA type group that they like conspicuously show his wallet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just leaves a fucking gun out, and yeah. the kid dies, which you should go to oh, prison so- for. Conservative people say you should be the throw the book. And not only does he not go to jail, he apparently has no guilt. Yeah. And all the, like the tension is about like if he forgive his son. Yeah. And meanwhile, then when he turns twenty one, he buys him a fucking he rifle. Buys him of like a, a mass shooter weapon. Psychopath. Right. Like he also the pistol was in. an was in an ankle holster yeah. and he was yeah. in he was in his scrubs when he came so came home which means like when he was doing surgeries he's all yeah, day he's like just... what if i need my gun <laughs> yes. OR? what he if is... the film john q breaks out yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which marks the second movie in a row we reviewed in which somebody has brought a gun into a hospital as a major plot point <laughs> It's a flashback I, 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 to that. I want, I want to get to like, like so. Th- th- at some point, oh, oh, Brian yeah. Bosworth like gets to drop on the family, and they yeah. overcome him. Yeah. And yeah. Another, they tie him up. And another raider, like so. Like the base of the movie is converging like like two philosophical points. The older sister who uh, clings very closely to faith and says that like no matter what, like a food that is stolen is worse than food that is like you know poisoned. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think Adam said that or something. Adam said Adam Um. Uh, but like, but, but she, she she holds close to uh, the Bible yeah. and Jesus, but also like not using guns yeah, and right. killing people. And the brother who's mad at God because of all these terrible things that have happened, but is uh, practical, realistic, and believes that firearms like there are bad, there are bad people with firearms. So, like you need to have firearms to protect yourself from the yep. roving the the murder and rape yep. gangs. Yep. Right. You know, like right. And, right. to be honest, he has a point. He has, he has a, a more persuasive yeah. argument. Yeah. And um, then they have they have Bosworth tied up, and he wants to kill him. And he's like, he killed dad, and that's true. He literally murdered their father. Right. And then this is where we learn the payoff of the faith. Uh, his child, uh, like the youngest daughter, the one. That okay. Okay, I so, don't get this. Speak on this, Matt. This. I still don't Explain understand this. So <laughs> okay. he's tied up, and uh, Bosworth is tied up to a tree. They're all arguing about whether to kill him. And then Faith, the little girl, comes out of the tent. This is just to be clear. Faith is the youngest, the youngest sister daughter. of the family. And remember, all, in, earlier in the movie, Bosworth, after the accident, was going, my Faith, my Faith. Right. So we're so, like, is that his daughter? So we somehow? had a hard time thinking of this. And I think that the theory, my initial theory was that... Uh, was after I saw the the fantasy, the superimposition. Yes, that uh, that he like ident- identified her as his daughter and tried to get her right. back, even though she wasn't. 
Like he hallucinated uh, her as his but own daughter. Also, it was so th- the evidence was so thin that the other thought was, well, maybe the daughter like he had to give her up because she was in a car accident and they adopted her and it was his actual daughter. Yeah, well, he had to go to jail. Uh, yeah. So I was assuming that like he was a drunk shit heel who yeah. went to you know nearly killed his daughter and went to jail. And Kevin Sorbo, being the good surgeon and Christian yeah. father, like adopted her. Yeah, but then so, and then it gets really confusing because she comes out of the tent, sees him, he freaks out, is like Faith, Faith, and she's like she starts talking to him saying. Oh, father, it she wasn't his your name. fault. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. But then you think, no, wait a minute. She would have been a baby. She would not remember him. Uh, and then you realize, I anyway realized that apparently that is a hallucination. Okay. And his daughter did die. Her being named Faith is a coincidence because he lost his, his faith. faith. But she looks just like the daughter he had. His name was not Faith. He lost his faith when the first daughter died. Right. I still don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, it's, it's very it's, it's hard like, to It's understand. like the Martha moment in Batman versus yeah. Superman. Yeah. Why'd you say that name? Yeah. Martha. Yeah. yeah. No, Martha. it was baffling. <laughs> yeah. I still don't so, understand that. Okay, like I said earlier, the, the much movie, of this film we must uh, pass over in silence. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting to the the this the, is the act of revelation. So like, here's how I'm going to introduce it. It's like the, much of this movie is defined by like the philosophical split. In the movie, between the the sister who who loves God and wants to like you know follow His law but hates guns, and the brother who's very angry at God but understands that guns are like you know a yeah. necessary uh, tool to protect yourself and family, Synthesis. especially in some kind of you know apocalyptic scenario. Yeah, exactly. So there needs to eventually be like in in this movie, like the dialectic must be resolved Correct. in that like you know how can we both love God but also love firearms Correct. and the use of lethal force. To protect it's our property and our family. It's Correct. a tough one. Right? Yes. How, okay. How does this movie resolve this? Oh. Okay. Eventually you find out that the mother is still alive. She shows yes. up at a very, like, you know, a crucial point of the movie. She's nearby mm-hmm. when they have boss. Again, like, the, most of this movie was filmed in someone's backyard, and it's, yeah. like, taking place within about, like, a half-mile square radius, like, square, you know. Yeah. yeah. The mother Saves it. I was like, you know, I'm here. Like, I'm back, everybody. And no one, at no point or any of the kids, like, um, where were you? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, yeah. You, get away. you were, you like, were yeah, captured yeah. by the uh, cowboy. Okay. But, like I said, how, how does the movie bring together? How do we love God? How do we love and still use guns? The movie is, resolves it by the, the sudden appearance very late in the movie. <laughs> oh, of oh, It's basically like. If Cormac McCarthy's Judge Holden were two people who were brothers. <laughs> and yeah. we, these characters show up in the movie and we are all just like eyes open. Like they're immediately they're identical twin. Clearly in the universe of this movie, these must these must be people that they presume the audience will Oh yeah, it's totally we'll explain it. Later. I just want to explain well, like they immediately show up and they just start like doing doing gags, yeah, like, do just a, doing riffs. They do each other. They do brother this humor. Shit. They do. Brother I would humor. describe it as like, yeah, it's like their brother bits are like, it's like if a Christian was like, a, it's Christian vaudeville. Yeah, where they're like, like the bit, like the first bit we see, like the one brother has like a belt of shotgun ammo uh, uh, across like a bandolier. And he's like, well, nice Christmas lights there, brother number one. And he's like, well, 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 God, it would be Christmas if I didn't see you every day. Like, it just, they're, they're, dog they're, they're, shit. It just, it's just, it's just terrible. And it never stops. It's a constant pattern. 
It's like it is like the it is this this green. <laughs> but they like, got, wait, they're wait. all ripped. They have like blonde crispy highlights. They're like fucking conservative Krasenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're very. They're 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 like almost identical. They're very unnerving to look at. Oh, though. it's it's they're, hard to look at. Large. They have they have like the fat haircuts. Idiot like, grins. I think they were awful deadpan special effects. Humor. So we were like, we're like, are these like MMA fighters or something? And then like, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, no, like these have to be like famous troops or something. Yeah. So Felix, like, unlock. You the looked game. it up. Unlock because right, for a right. moment, the terrifying moment, and I actually joked about this on the way. I said we're gonna try to find. <laughs> Who they are? Like we're gonna scroll IMDb and they're not gonna be there. And we're gonna like look for reviews and like where are they talking about the twins? And somebody who's seen the movie goes, there weren't any twins in which that is, movie. Which is before Felix reveals it. It's just that not only are they like a yuck yuck moment. It's that at that point the movie has become very tragic. Yeah. And they're standing over like the dead body of one of the other marauders. Yeah. And the twins are. They show up and they're like, "Hi, mom." And then they're she's flanked by the twins and they go. We're the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, okay. And then there's this kind of like yuck, yuck energy. Yeah, one of them goes, uh, ah, this is my brother Steve, and I'm yeah. his older brother, two yeah. minutes older. And yeah. I'm smart, and I'm a genius, and I'm so nice. And he's yeah. like, oh, brother, can you get a load of this guy? And then, uh, and then, and then, like, as they're doing <laughs> the, the, the yuck em up routine, grave strings start to rise about the challenge ahead. But then they're still on, ca- and it's like the mom, like, getting ammo, but then they're still on camera going, like, I just wish my brother, my dumb dumb brother, would leave the toilet seat down more often. But the music is evil sounding, and they're doing jokes, and it just throws you completely off. It's the most. It is like Hideo Kojima should watch this scene. It is because it's like it's the most unnerving thing we've ever seen. But okay, all right. So I just want to like the quickest stat check. Chris, you have the most sanity points out of any member of our party right now. Second most at one is Will. <laughs> are, are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, right. okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, right. no. oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the ready. The Benham brothers <laughs> have co-authored three books, Whatever the Cost, Living Among Lions, and Miracle in Shreveport. <laughs> I'm not, I, am, I am so not done yet. They are the founders of Benham Real Estate Group in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> the Benham brothers are outspoken Christians. Their dad is Flip Benham, who is one, of, who is one of the founders of a precursor group to Operation Rescue, and they are they are former minor league baseball players. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait, were they ever operators or like in the military or anything? No. Oh my god. <laughs> The minor league was there, fucking oh. Afghanistan. Okay. Oh god. Oh That's, my he's god. Not they probably financed this fucking thing. Maybe. What did, wait, what did they write? What the fuck were those books about? <laughs> yeah, wait. We're gonna need the uh, a synopsis. Uh, 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 so, definitely Miracle in Shreveport. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle in Shreveport is okay. You guys ready? Yeah. ready? The fairgrounds, the fairgrounds field in Shreveport, Louisiana, could be summed up in two words for the Benham brothers: <laughs> joy and a dream. <laughs> three words. <laughs> that dream brought them to the pinnacle of success and the lessons of failure, both in professional baseball and in a multi-million-dollar business. <laughs> In the multi-million dollar business? In a multi-million oh, okay. dollar business. Like, I'm like tripping over these because I have zero sanity points. Yeah. But it was a certain childhood dream and an eventual experience in a beat-up stadium in Shreveport that could only be described as a miracle. Though many years have passed, the testimony of this miracle has given the brothers strength to continue living boldly for their faith. <laughs> 
Many of you know the Benham brothers from their time. From the oh, oh my god, wait, you guys need a gut check. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, many of you know the Benham brothers from the time they got fired by <coughs> HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I, I think I that. remember this. They were like doing anti LBGT comments or something, oh, and they got no. canned. They had like a reno show or something. They thought a new show with a major network was their chance to do something great for God, something they <laughs> that could influence culture for good. <laughs> then the rubber met the road and they refused to compromise their principles. <laughs> That's when they got the heave ho and lost the show. <laughs> so these getting guys are thrust, getting thrust into a media controversy was not exactly what they had in mind for no. their lives. But God was working behind the scenes. Nice. And they knew they could trust him because they had seen him work on their behalf before. The brothers drew strength from an earlier time where God stepped in, peeled back the curtain, and showed his divine hand working in ways that blew their minds. <laughs> Is this the book? <laughs> so these your guys character, are Your character sheet, toss them. <laughs> so Insolvigible character. So, they are famous. Not only did they have a show on HGTV, but they were martyrs. They were like, yeah, yeah, they're, like okay. dick, they're like they're like a Chick Fil A. Holy sense. shit! That All makes right. sense. So oh, again, imagine at tears. the end of this movie, like like the the drama is at this highest. Like essentially, the piss brother has like got his leg caught in a bear trap. Yes, yes. And the bad marauders are like, well, like you want to join our gang? Like the, the well, cowboy. Now guy. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, Robbie yeah. Robbie tries to defend him from the cowboy. <sighs> And then the cowboy murders Robbie. Yeah. And he's about to murder uh, Piss Brother, brother. when the, the fucking uh, uh, the Bobsy twins and the mom <laughs> and the, everyone else finds them and they get into a shootout. Yeah, and but most then importantly, the cowboy gets most, hit by a bow most importantly, um, the, uh, the, the, fiance, the fiance sister, in conjunction with one of the, the Benham brothers, <laughs> yes. snipes two of the, the Marauder yes, party at correct. the same time. They're like, we have to place both more shots at the yes. same time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she pulls the trigger to defend her brother's life. Overcoming, oh, right. Yes, yeah, overcoming of course. She her fear. does a murder. She overcomes her fear. And, yeah, she, she, takes a human, she takes a life. And it's like, oh, <laughs> she takes a life. She synthesized yeah. it. A, God, a gun, yes. gun-toting Christian. Right. Getting rid of all that, turn the other cheek God's bullshit. guns and grits and gravy. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like, just try to imagine at this point in the movie... These two characters show up out of nowhere. You're like, hey, it's the Benham Brothers, the, guy from, the guys from HDTV. Yeah. Which to me, they appeared on screen as like, like I said, kind of like if Judge Holden were split in the yeah. middle. Yeah. And Just like sprouted into vile two. Harbingers. Well, because vile Harbingers. <laughs> we were like grinning maniacally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. like, Beth hilarious. Well, because, yeah. well, I don't hey, know. Cans, we're, we're the good guys. And, the, and then at some point they reveal... <laughs> We're from the only city left that works. That's like you know fighting back against the gun disarmaments or confiscations. Or, no, no, they, they no. Say, We're says, the deputies. Yeah, like yeah. of where yeah. I thought that yeah. civilization is gone. Okay, what do you no, no, here's what happens: the, the the final antifa cowboy villain gets like shot through with an arrow, and then it turns out it's Brian Bosworth. He had escaped while they were arguing, yeah. and then got the bow and arrow. And, and instead of trying to kill them, he saved them by killing the cowboy. And he's like redeemed. Yes. You know, like yes. and they like he and, he, and them. they and they forgive him, but and they finally do forgive him, even including Piss Brother forgives him. Like he doesn't. And then, he, and then the fucking deputies say, "Yeah, well, you might be forgiven, but you still got to go to jail. We're taking you to trial." Yeah, and we're like, it's been established that society has collapsed. What trial are you talking about? Correct, brother and, court, and <laughs> yeah, brother court. That also, we said they were gonna have him in brother court. Also, like, I sentenced you to a purple nurple and uh, doing that spit thing where I suck it in right before I put it in your face. <laughs> also, they make clear. 
that there's like no government. It's just total anarchy, yeah. like lawless state of all against all. But then they're like, yeah, like we're fighting back against the gun buyback program that's going on. <laughs> yeah. like, like, no, who's they doing said this? confiscation. You know, confiscation. Said, yeah. t- t- for, for literally two, two lines of dialogue in a row. Uh, they say, what is it like out there? And one of the brothers say, it's anarchy. Yeah. Just everything's falling apart. It's just chaos. And, th- and we're trying to fight it. And they say another sentence. And, and he goes, but we're coming together. And we're fighting against the tyranny and the gun confiscations. Yeah. It's like, how could that be yeah. if and it's then, fucking uh, anarchy? As, as they're bringing him, uh, you know, kind of like they're cuffing him or whatever, uh, Bosworth is going through this, uh, you know, redemption mode where he's like, yeah, I, I was wrong before. Now I'm going to have to... Uh, repay for my sins he says repay and i swear to god it's just like in that moment i don't know if it happened or if i imagined it but the brothers are like one of them's like i just wish my dumb dumb brother would repay the five dollars <laughs> it's just like again just tonally tonally everywhere all yeah. at once at all times and it then is genuinely macabre in they, a deep way they take him to the lake they no, they go down to the river to pray yes and both one of the Benham brothers <laughs> then baptizes in what looks like to be like the runoff from like a hog lagoon. Yes. <laughs> the dirtiest no. body of water uh, in America. No, the fucking, uh, the, uh, uh, no, the, we forgot this. Uh, the fucking fiance dies. Oh, yeah, the fiance. Oh, yeah, yeah, he dies. He, he, by the way, he was injured in a way that none of us saw. He fought Brian Bosworth. And they never showed him getting injured, yeah. and then he's like suffers, and then he dies. Yeah. So the, the fiance, by the way, meets one of the most common Christian fates, dying at age thirty-four, having never had sex, but having dated a woman for the past fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And Matt, that, you said that's how Tim Tebow is going to go. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> dying out a virgin in the woods. Just that's how Tim Tebow will die. Uh, so it's uh, in. So the the property brother baptizes. Uh, um, he baptizes Brian Bosworth, then he baptizes uh, the Piss brother, but who now has a, a significant leg wound and is like limping in. And right. you, yeah, you look at this disgusting hog runoff and like sulfur. It's like he's not gonna die. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna open have wound. Yeah, yeah he, he's gonna have like fucking uh, uh, yeah, galloping. He's gonna get that like. The flesh eating bacteria and be yeah. dead in two days. They do him. So and then, I, well, I just what, like one detail. Like, so like the, the, and then, like you're hearing in the background, like as their heads are dunked in the uh, the, the hog feces and <laughs> the, the, the industrial waste. Um, <laughs> like what I assume is like a popular like Christian radio hit. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, uh, you lift bullshit. me up is yeah, probably yeah, the name of it or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you give me energy. Yeah, you yeah, give you me energy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, give me energy. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Original crew boys. Yeah. Original. Yeah. OGs OG. only. So one one more detail about the baptism scene. One of the one of the cursed brothers is baptizing them in this unholy ritual <laughs> of dark consecrating this darkness. Um and then the other brother, like the like all the younger, the other second tier of children and sisters, and now the mother and I don't know, like the other another fiance, who fucking knows. Yeah. They're all smiling from the bank, seeing like, ha, great, this is great. Yeah. The other cursed brother is standing behind them, laughing with a dumbass grin on his face. <laughs> but, he, but in front of him, he's got a bandolier of shotgun shells and one of those like drum-fed automatic shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. Just like tapping on yeah, the like, like, great. Yucking it up. <laughs> no <laughs> sudden movements, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, there, there is the message of the movie. Yeah. Like, yes. It's like, that is the synthesis. The armed about, family is the happy family. Correct. Yeah. Like, it's just like... But, it, it's but, about love, but it's also about guns too. You yeah, can't have yeah. one. You can't the other. have. You, that's what it's saying. It's like love doesn't mean anything if you can't defend it. And the other guns. half of the synthesis happens, but, which, which is that the brother goes down. But again. but oh, yeah. also importantly, like the like the other half of that is like 
having guns without loving God is also bad. Because exactly. that's like then you're a bad person with a gun, yeah. which is bad. That leads to, you know, the, the right. Cormac Jesus McCarthy mur- the murder cannibal gangs. Yeah, consecrated yeah, you're, together. you're wearing the bad type of beanie. You're just being yeah. a bad guy. This is some Protestant shit right here. This yes. is like the this high is, test stuff. This is beyond Protestant. Yeah. This is beyond like... I oh, by the way, you, level, ne- you never see Eric Roberts again in this movie. No, nope. yeah. right. This is beyond like any type of human understanding. We stumbled out of the yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we were blinking into the light. We were slurring our words. Yes. I've never felt more disoriented, but I, I got to say, like, new respect for Christians. Like, yes. They're going to go this crazy. Oh, yeah. It was like being put in the dirty, filthy, weird water that they yeah, had been yeah. moving, We've coming up and being like, baptized. I feel transformed. We are all born again Absolutely. in the light. Christians, if they continue getting this insane and they can use this movie to radicalize the entire flock, evangelicals may be, uh, be able to through sheer fervor. It's definitely not through technology. It's definitely not through like actual combat know-how, but like through sheer will and sheer like alteration of reality, we'll be able to take on China. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and Islam, of course. Yeah, yeah, and Islam. Like this is... The only way they can do it is if they change reality, but it looks like they're into that. Yeah, idea. no, they're, they're bending and the curve. It's also kind of an interesting aesthetic argument because it's so powerful, but unlike an ISIS video, which is very slick and like Michael Bayish, yeah, yeah. we know that they study those films because oh, they yeah. want to make it look cool. This was more powerful, even though it had very, very incompetent filmmaking oh, yeah, uh, yeah, behind it. Oh, yeah, very shitty. And it was. They're, they're the kind confusing. of people who want something to look realistic, they just shake the camera back. Yeah, it was Paul Greengrass' just, uh, starter yeah. kit. I'm also just struck by like the ultimate you know message of this movie is that like even if you're the type of absolute fucking reprehensible fuck that like just like leaves a gun around and then kills one of your children and then like ruins the life of the other that like the answer is like definitely more guns more and, like, guns more guns like, guns are always guns. the answer no matter what happens yeah just like just you know always be prepared well except for that scenario where your like kid literally died yeah. and it's also weird that the piss brother is the most into using guns and like the defense yeah it's like. How is this kid not been like psychologically? When the movie starts out, he just seems like a normal, He's confident, just a happy normal kid. Little Bieber. How there is how in the universe of this movie? Again, it must be a Christian mindset where yep. they're like, if you're just if you're you, you, it's a, you just got forgiven, losses you and love, lessons. You love Jesus. How could you psychologically get over murdering your twin sister because as a child? It's like the opening of the Halloween. Redeemed. Yeah. In that scene where it's just like he's like, dun, yeah. dun, dun, and you see it from his point of view, and he's like, yeah. oh, here I go. I'm it's gonna redemption, do it. baby. It's, it's American Christianity. It's American Protestantism. Yeah. Like the it's dad it's every, everything, everything. He says, comes like, in a roses. way that you would say about, like, um, you know, we were late for school. He's like, it was my fault. The yeah. only the only one who's not cool with it or has any lingering trauma from it is the, the sister. older sister, and it's manifested that she's not comfortable or cool with guns. But the she comes around with the exactly to learn the lesson yeah. with the help that, of like, the yes, you can brothers. take the life yep. of, of like just as easy as just yeah. breathing, you know, yeah. Yeah. or taking Which a shit. Is like, very, very. That's very clear from the original text. Jesus loved that shit. <laughs> yes. Jesus loved murking people. But I think that's what was so powerful about it is that we had a film where it's, it, it's, it's super Christian. It's, it's, it's ideology is right there on the table. And it has a scene where a child kills another child because of rampant, like, irresponsible uh, gun ownership. And this moral of the story is still... More guns. More guns. And like, not just it guns. It. Consecrated it, guns. Like, guns that, like, have been prayed over. Yeah. Uh, this movie shy away. is exhibit A, I think, if I was going to make a compelling case, and one day I might, I might get rooted, zooted up enough to do it, that American Christianity, American Protestantism is a different religion. Like, it branched yeah. off, 
and like the 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 intersection of of religion of of Christianity and capitalism and settler colonialism created a new ideology a new religious like underpinning like it, it had it operates from different principles yeah. so much so that it's you can't call it the same thing anymore yeah. Agreed. as different as christianity and jainism yeah exactly yeah. yeah or like fucking druze or something yeah. god i mean i i i'm i'm out of thoughts I'm, yeah, yeah i'm spent i have i got to go i got to go back home and I just try to reroll my character sheet <laughs> i was going to say uh real quick though uh, i just want to give a shout out uh, that was uh, The Reliant, directed by Paul Munger. Yep. <laughs> um, written and produced by uh, J.P. Johnson, uh, starring Eric Roberts, Kevin Sorbo, Brian Bosworth, Ryan Buggle, Molly Gray, Julia Denton, Jen Gottson Chandler, Josh Murray. He was Adam, the fiance. Oh, nice. McKenna Blintz. <laughs> McKenna Blintz. Tyler Sanders, Marissa, Lyne Hampton, Kevin Wayne. I don't remember any Damon of these people. Wayne. Uh, ben and Brothers again not included on the IMDb page. So what's well, a treat? They don't want well, you solving they, the mystery. They, they don't want you knowing this. Like it, it, the revelation that they're out there and that they exist right now. These two brothers, they're dancing. He's they're laughing always, <laughs> and like it, they're not. They on say IMDb. that they will never die. They, they will never die. They're out there right now. They're a great favorite in a car together, like the Terminator, just scanning the night. Coming yeah. towards you, and yeah. doing, no matter where you are, doing it's like, amazing it's, riffs, it's like, amazing it's like, brother it's, riffs. It's like the entire it follows. time, they could be across the country, but they're driving exactly straight towards you. Right <laughs> and now. when they kill you, they will be riffing. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're doing oh, the well, last you, words you hear in your head will oh, be like, "Oh, oh, wow, uh, 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 nice murder. Uh, uh, I wish you had better aim in the toilet." Yeah. Uh, oh well, wow. You you sure you sure kept a clean blood spill? Well. Shucks, I'd rather spill blood than spill a few words with you. Yep. That's the last thing you're going to hear. Yeah. Is, is your vision goes to a pinprick and the eternal night uh, takes hold. Yes. So there you go. Uh, the Reliant. How many bags of popcorn? Five bagger. Just, yeah. Fives and uh, two, two bags of soda. And, I, I'm going and, five and, and like and one of those like many sided die to roll. For yes, all for the, the reality that you're that, dealing like, with. That, that, yes, like, obliterated. For your again, character seats destroyed. Um, see, see you next week as the different person. All right, bye, be, bye, bye. Let's go. Chance. You can do evil as long as you come right back. Forgiveness is how the angels dance. It doesn't matter. Stop